Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Sunday Sauce NFL Picks. It is week seven. We have another guest host, one of the biggest Bills fans you will ever meet, one of the best teammates you will ever have. One OG greatest. podcaster. OG podcaster. He is an OG podcaster, and he is an awesome baseball coach as well. We have Coach Evan Ryan. What's up, boys? Thanks for having me on, man. I uh, I appreciate the call, and uh, you know, I'm excited to, to talk some football with you guys. You guys, you, guys doing, you guys are doing great, by the way. Oh, thanks. Oh, thank you for that, brother. We got a tough week because uh, Rick's picks absolutely killed it last week. What was he, 11-3? and 11-3. and three. He, had a, he had a good week. If Houston didn't blow, blow their game, he had been 12-2. and two. I, know, I saw that. That, that, was, that was, That's tough to follow right there. For sure. It is. And we, we were uncertain if you wanted to come on this week after after the Bills two games skid, but it's good to see that you're you're moving on. You got some confidence against the Jets this week. You guys are gonna play. no better time. You can, you can come on here, pick his Bills versus the Jets. You can you can go home happy this week. Yeah. I hey our goal our first goal is win the AFC East, you know, so we're still in we're still in a good spot for that. So, you know, just moving on to the Jets. Hopefully we can get a win this week. You know, keep it going. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. All right. So, as always, we do money line picks only, just straight up. And we will kick it off with tonight's game. Joey Boy, his dirty birds are at home versus the New York football giants. Philly, as of right now, Thursday around noon, we're recording. Four and a half point favorites are the Philadelphia Eagles. Joey. You set it off real quick? I'll set it off. Yeah, come on. Let's go. Shut it off, guys. I want to – before I get into this game, I want to say something that might be – it might seem outlandish, but I don't think is that outlandish. I think the Giants are better than the Cowboys right now. I'm not even kidding. I'd be much – I'm much more scared to play the Giants than I am playing Dallas with the way that Dallas' Man. defense is playing. With that being said, however, I do think the way that Dallas looked against Arizona, I got absolutely throttled by Kyler Murray. I think this division is still the Eagles. I think they are one of the most complete team. You know, that, that means nothing because they're, they're still bad. But I think they're the most complete team of the sorry bunch that is the NFC East. Um, back-to-back weeks, you play two top five teams. You play Pittsburgh and Baltimore tough. Like, yes, they lost both those games. Um, but it's not for a matter of a few plays, a few drop passes here and there. I really do think Philadelphia could have beat Baltimore last week. Baltimore didn't play that great. Um, but I – if there's one thing I can say about this Philadelphia team that they aren't they aren't good, but they have showed some heart the last two weeks, and I think heart will be enough to beat the Giants. The Giants again aren't good, but I do think they're better than Dallas right now. So I'm going with the Birds. If they don't win this game, I mean put a bow on it, wrap it up. They have no prayer of winning the division. If you can't you can't beat these in division teams, they have no they have no hope of, of winning the NFC East. So I'm going with the Birds. I haven't picked them in probably at least four weeks now. So hopefully I don't I don't jinx them. But gotta go. I gotta go, Birds here. I can't pick. I can't pick the Giants. It's fair. It's very fair as a fan in division. Sometimes you gotta pick with your heart. Mm-hmm. Coach Ev, you have no skin in this game, so give us your honest take on Thursday Night Football stinker NFC East matchup. Well, I'm calling this the least coast ball. Um, you know, I think I think it's gonna come down to who doesn't want to win more. 
and uh, I'm gonna have to roll with uh, Joey Coffee here. I'm gonna go Eagles, um, but I think the offense, the offense reminds me of the Bills growing up. Like, can't really do anything. I like the I like the fact that they brought Jalen Hurts in a couple times last week, kind of switched things up. I think you get yards when you know you guys get stagnant and stuff like that. So, no Miles Sanders, but I'm gonna have to go Eagles. All right. And I think Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Jackson's back this week. Yeah, he, that, that he's dead to me. He's that dead to me. me. Ful, the new stud out there in Philly. He's the new king of the court. He's actually, he's actually he pretty good. Playing yeah, good. no, he's actually pretty good. He I, has I, been. I thought, I thought he, I thought he was the biggest fluke in history. I was, I was not high him at all after that first game. He played well, then he played pretty good against Baltimore. I'm like, all right, this kid, this kid's pretty solid. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm gonna go with Philly as well. Um, just breaking it down, like their their run defense is playing really solid, and I'm I'm not sure Devontae Freeman's gonna be running all over them tonight. Um, they're gonna have to force Danny Dimes to spin it, and even though the Giants defense has been playing like fairly solid, they've been staying in game. They are they're playing pretty. The they're, Giants yeah, defense like, is like isn't that bad. Yeah, um, Danny Dimes really isn't helping. I I know he's got a tough situation with the with his line and not the the greatest weapons losing Saquon, but he's definitely not helping with the turnovers and just not throwing touchdowns, frankly. But no no Miles Sanders will definitely hurt Philly's run game, but they can adjust, dump out the Boston yeah. Scott, keep involving Jalen Hurts. You got Fulgham, you know, and, and Carson played well. I know it was a comeback football, so maybe the Ravens are playing some soft defense last week. But I think Philly needs needs this game, like needs this game. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. The Philly if they, fans lose, if might, they lose this game, it's over. The Philly fans might show up at Lincoln Financial and riot. So um, I think the Giants fans ex- – aren't expecting to win like Philadelphia does, which it's good to always expect to win. So we'll go with Philly consensus pick here. Yeah. Moving on. My Packers after getting curb stomped in Tampa Bay are on the road again in the South part of the country in Houston. They are three and a half point favorites, which scares me a little bit, just totally based off, you know, me overreacting last week, but Coach Ev, I'll let you kick it off here. I, I want to finish it up because I, I have a little bit of thinking to do. Frank, you're not you're not really gonna like me for this one, but I think the last two weeks since you know they fired Bill O'Brien, I think the team's played really well in Houston. Um, you know, D- Deshaun Watson had the Titans on the ropes last week, so I think they're playing good ball. Um, I think it's gonna be a shootout. I. I was really concerned with, you know, the pressure that got Rodgers last week. Obviously, Tampa Bay played really well. I thought their defense was way better than I expected them to be. Um, And, you know, I think if they can get pressure on Rodgers, I think it could be a problem. Houston's at home. Uh, So I'm going to go with the upset pick, but uh, I'm going to go with Houston. And I know Frank's not going to like it, but uh, I can't wait to hear what you're saying. I'm not not an unrealistic like fan, like last week, the only reason to be honest with you that I took green Bay is because I want Rogers to just be better than Brady. Like, I know it's yeah. not going to, I mean, I know like championships wise, it's never going to happen, but I was just looking at the numbers. Like when I was digging in, I was like, damn it, dude, like Tampa's defense is solid, man. And, I, and then Rogers talked about it on McAfee show of like how his pick six, he made a bad throw. The second one was a tip, but still it's part of the game, but there's no excuse for how they played the rest of the game, especially defensively. And, I mean, it's not a bad pick, especially if Will Fuller pops pops top off. 
Houston. But um, Joey, I'll, I guess I'll go now. I'm already on the topic. But right. Houston, Houston, believe it or not, is number one in the league in in yards, um, passing yards per attempt. So like you know that even without Nuke Hawkins, they're still like taking shots downfield, and that's because of Wolf Fuller, and he's been having a hell of a year. Um, the the Packers' pass defense has been shaky, which is weird because they do have some decent depth at, at, at the defensive back position. But um, I, I don't think Houston is going to run the ball enough with old old David Johnson, Joey's he boy. Um, I know the run defense for the Packers isn't that good, but the run defense for Houston is absolutely putrid. So in my eyes, I think LaFleur can really game plan to hand the ball to Jamal Williams and uh, Aaron Jones and maybe even get A.J. Dillon involved a little bit to take some pressure off Rodgers after, after last week. Um and they can they can exploit them in, in that run game. I, I honestly can see this being a shootout if Houston can remotely run the ball and chuck it downfield, and then Green Bay can just shred them up the middle with the run. So I'm going to go with the pack on a bounce-back week. It's scaring me. It really is because if they're three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, that means at home they would have been nine-and-a-half-point favorites against Houston, which I don't know if I would take the Packers minus nine-and-a-half at home against Houston. So that kind of scares me a little bit when you kind of flip the script of home and away. But I'm, I'm going to stick with my pack here. On a bounce back week. Yeah, I, I'm I'm more so on your page than I am with Ev. I mean, I, I'll never believe in this Houston team. David Johnson is relevant. Duke Johnson is also relevant. Um, it's it's Deshaun Watson versus the world. And again, we said a lot of times like I I love Deshaun Watson. I think he is awesome. Um, but the Texans defense is terrible. Uh, and last week versus the Titans, that's the game that if you have any hope of this year, you win that game against the Titans. You had the you had the game and you lost it on the last play. So. Good teams win that game. They aren't a good team. They aren't a well-coached team. Um, like they're going, like they're, they're going for two in just the complete wrong spots with uh, Romeo uh, Cornell out the helm. So I think they're just they're lost as like identity as a team. I don't think they aren't good. I don't think in any aspect besides when Deshaun Watson is like legit firing on all cylinders. I'm going with the Packers. I think I think I think more so their defense is going to come back more so than Rodgers and the offense is going to come back because that defense got got torched by Brady and company. So I think it's going to be a big Aaron Jones game. I think they're going to feed him because Houston cannot stop the run. Derrick Henry, I think that – I felt like I was watching a grown-ass man play against like a Pop Warner team. Like he was just throwing guys across the field, running wherever he wanted. Um, I think Aaron Jones is a great running back. I think he can have a – not as good a game, but he can put up like – he can put up a big game versus this uh, Houston defense. I'm going with the Packers, man. Without without Bakhti and that line, like that – that old line was bad. They were porous. Like yeah. Rodgers had Rodgers had he literally the second he got the snap, he he had to either dump it or throw it throw it away or force it. He had no time to really get in a groove. So they gotta fix that. The defense gotta get better. But top to bottom, I think Green Bay is hands down a better team than Houston is. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Packers. Yeah, it, it worries me a little bit because this is the same narrative last year when the Packers, yes, they were 13-3, and three, but a lot of experts were saying they're overrated because they got a, they won a lot of lucky games, and the, and the games they won were against teams they should have beat anyway, and that's how it's been so far this year. And then when they get, a, get up against these really good teams or these look on paper good teams and good defenses, they struggled. And I felt like this was literally copy and paste of the NFC Championship last year against San Fran. Where Packers like looked decent from the first drive or two, then all of a sudden – it looked like a JV squad, so. Yeah, I tell you what, Tom Brady looked good. That's really good. He was freaking throwing the ball to Gronk. Those, like, first two drives when he dropped, like, three dimes to Gronk. I was like, damn it. Like, come on. 
He's, they haven't Ooh. done anything all year to Gronk, and now he's going to show up. He won't. He won't die. They won't die. He isn't going for away. What, for what it's worth, too, just going off my Houston pick, um, you know, I looked up, you know, Houston's had a top five strength of schedule so far, so they're playing tough teams, having are, some tough are. breaks, and now they got the Packers, too. So, I mean, it's just playoff team from last year, already lost their coach. That's tough start yeah. to the year. I just think game games like last week versus the Titans with for talking about Houston, like games like that. that you gotta close that's them good. out. That's like a that's like a whole summary. I think how their year's gonna go. Like they're gonna be in the games, but when it comes crunch time, they're gonna they're gonna blow it somehow. And that's just how they're. I think they're gonna go like, you know, four and twelve or like five and eleven. They'll be like the bottom half of the league because they just can't they can't close games and they're just. I think they're all just in shambles over there. So. Yeah, I mean, you're always gonna be in games when you have Deshaun Watson. Right. It's just a matter of yeah, they can't they, they can't they can't close at all. All right, moving on. Dallas at the Washington football team. As of right now, so Dallas opened as three-point favorites. They are now one-point underdogs. So the, the line has flipped pretty, pretty quickly here. Um, I'll kick it off. And, and I, I hate that I, in my mind, still think Dallas is somewhat good just because of their offense. And, like, it's, it's pissing me off. But, like, Washington can't throw or defend the pass. So, like, if Andy Dalton can just – find their 17 weapons they have at receiver somewhat though <laughs> they should be able to to do something um and, and they haven't been running the ball well either washington so like it's not like they're gonna go out there and, and exploit dallas's putrid run defense like last in the league run defense at least from like a yards per attempt standpoint um so it, it hurts me to go to dallas here um but even if zeke's got the fumble eye like like he's had i, I don't Dude, he's got he's got too he's eating too much fumble fumbleaya. Like the difference, yeah, five and six game. That's 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 where Carson Wentz numbers. That's wild. Like that that changed the whole game. Like people are saying, oh, Arizona's gonna body him anyway. But like those two, those two turnovers by Zeke, Dallas is moving the ball. So say hypothetically they would have scored or at least got some field goals on those drives. That takes two touchdowns away from from Arizona. It's a different ball game. So I don't think Washington football team is Arizona where they're going to capitalize on these turnovers because that's what Kyler can do and Hawk can do. So I'm going to go to the, back to the well with Dallas here. And I know I changed that. I changed the, the Arizona pick to Dallas on, on Monday. Yesterday I texted Ricky, really? Ricky and, and Joe in our group chat. I go, Hey, I know I took Arizona, but I'm taking Dallas. I'm taking Dallas. Not because it hasn't kicked off yet. So I'm going with Dallas. Abby, Abby can go. What do you got? Want me to go? Um, I'm I'm with you, Frank. I don't it think hurts. Washington's offense. It hurts. Um, I don't think Washington's offense can hang offensively. Um, I think Dalton, you know, will settle in. I just see like the Washington football team as like a, a JV football team. Like I, I I just don't like. I don't think they're good. They've never. They haven't really been good. Um, they don't have a quarterback. I'm just, I'm going to go with Dallas, more potent offense. I think Zeke, I think they feed Zeke a little bit. Um, and hopefully he has a big day cause I have him in fantasy. So, <laughs> um, he didn't do it for me last week. Too much fumble Iowa, but, mm -mm. um, could have used it against bird in fantasy, but, um, I think he went trick or treating early too. Cause he had a lot of butter fingers too. Unbelievable. I didn't even watch but, the game, but. All right, so I'll do it. I'm going with the football team in this game. The FT. 
<laughs> the Dallas Cowboys, this is going to go down as either like a top five or if not the worst defense in NFL modern, like modern era history. This defense, I exaggerate a lot. I'm telling you, I might be able to go out there and snag a ball or two. I would get, I would get all my bones broken, but I might be able to go out there and snag a ball or two against them. They are, they are useless. Like you, you're better off just not playing defense and making other teams beat themselves when you're playing like this. They are terrible. And I really, I do believe that the Giants are better than Dallas as a, as a whole. Andy Dalton, well, yes, I think he's going to get better. But that game, he looked like he was like an undrafted rookie. Like he just had no idea what the hell he was doing. Zeke, his, his carries per game are an all-time low. Their line is banged up, and it's obviously showing that. Maybe, I think that big year he had when they had, like, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, like the, like the best O-line in history, I think he could have been a product of the line. And now you're seeing that their line isn't that great, and he's not doing anything. And on top of that, he's fumbling. So it's not like he's running for, like, 100, like 100 yards plus and, like, oh, he fumbled here or there. It's like he's running for, like, 40 yards, and he's fumbling twice a game. Like that is terrible. I, I, I know that Washington is absolutely, has absolutely zero threat offensively. I'm just – Dallas' defense is so bad. I think, I think even them, even Washington will, will look semi-decent versus this defense. So this is going to be an ugly game. I really do think that the, Washington can win this game. And on top of that, they also hate McCarthy's guts. They don't respect him. They're all calling him an idiot. He has no idea what he's doing. That's never a good sign when you're a bad team. And the bad players are like, this guy's this guy the idiot even though they're the ones playing like complete dog crap. So I don't know. I think Dallas is a disarray and they are done. I, I think it's the Eagles division. If they can, they have to carry their own weight, but I think Washington can win this game somehow. Joey Bird. Going with I think at this point for the Dallas defense, kind of like in Madden, when you find a play that works, they should just run like the same play, like every, every play and I, yeah, just I, I, like, I, figure yeah, out, they're, they're see terrible. if the other deep, the offense can figure out what they're doing. I mean, it's it's every week. Like, if there's if there's, if there's, yeah, I'm not I'm not a betting man. If there's some sort of bet out there for people who do bet, there's like a Dallas, like you know, like, will Dallas allow 30 points? That is free money. They, every week, it's it's 30 plus points on their head every game, no matter who they're playing. Like, they are bad. So, we'll see. It's a big it's a big dog pick, but I don't know. I just felt I felt it. My plums. Felt it. It's all right. Go with go with the gut sometimes. Sometimes you got it sometimes. All right, Detroit at Atlanta. Atlanta, two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Interesting matchup here. Interesting yeah, matchup. My, my brain hurts from this game. Yeah, this is a tough one. Coach, I have lead us. Uh, I'm going with the best player on the field, Julio Jones. He needs he to get good. in the end zone. If he gets in the end zone, this team wins. Um, you know, I thought he did last week, and, and they played good, so – um, going with the dirty birds. Going Atlanta. Not much more I can say about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, they use the momentum game. and they keep putting points up. This is a weird game. I think these are both. These are like these are identical teams with like when the offense is on. I think they're two of the like, better offenses in football when they're when they're playing well. Uh, both their defenses are terrible. Um, I, I I've been a, I've been a pretty big advocate of the Lions this year being like a pretty good team I think, but their defense always falters and. The more concerning part is that Stafford, Stafford played really bad versus the Jags. Like he didn't look good at all, and the Jags' defense is terrible. So that's really concerning to me. I know Atlanta's not much better, but Julio, Julio looked good. 
he looked really good. And again, to S point, if he scores once or twice, I mean, that's a wrap. Like he, him scoring, it's weird because he is so good. He doesn't score that much. Him scoring for them is like going to add a benefit. It's going to add a bonus, like bonus points for them. So I agree. I think I think if Julio plays well and gets a touchdown or two, I think I think Atlanta can win this game relatively handedly because it's going to be a shootout uh, in the dome. But yes, yeah, Matt Stafford really concerned me last week with how he played against Jacksonville. So I'm nervous to pick to pick them right now. I'm surprised that you guys both went Atlanta. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go that route too. I thought someone was gonna take Detroit, but we all know the Swiss defense that Atlanta has in Detroit. I'm sure is licking their chops for a bounce back week for, for Stafford. However, I don't think Detroit's gonna stop the run at all. And even though Gurley doesn't look like extremely Gurley esque, he's still getting fed. Yeah. All the time. He's getting tons of carries. Yeah. And I think Julio is similar to Michael Thomas with New Orleans. Like when he's in the game, Matt Stafford, or I'm sorry, Matt Ryan rather, is a completely different quarterback. Yeah. Um, so it, it, honestly, if Julio wasn't playing, I'm going to Detroit. Oh, yeah. I think it's a yeah. completely different dynamic yeah. and, and trust factor with Matt Ryan and the rest of receivers, regardless of how good Ridley's playing. But I'm going to go with ATL here um, simply because Julio is playing and I think they can pound it on the ground to open up the pass game. I think that's a good matchup for them. Yeah, we've seen a bunch that even though Gurley is not getting like the big yard games, the fact that he's even getting the ball and they, they have to be alert of him and you have Julio back, like you have to make sure you're watching both of them. So one guy's bound to have like a better game based off the matchup or like who's looking where kind of thing. And then feeding him in the red zone too. So well, it's, gets, it's not even like their offense really has played bad at all this year. Like right, no, yeah. they've blown what, like two garbage. huge leads. Like they've had a tough break. They just, they just fired their coach and their GM and, and they, they're, they just got a win last week. I think they just ride it and, you know, see what happens. Yeah. And to be fair, I think, I think some of those close losses, you can, you can probably blame Dan Quinter for just like just poorly coaching all the games they've been in. So. All right. Mm-hmm. Moving on to another guest's fandom. Mm. The Buffalo Bills are going to MetLife Stadium on that sketchy turf. Yeah. Two losses. They are 12-and-a-half-point favorites at the time of recording. Coach Ev, I'll let you last. last. I'll let you go last. I I want you to, to rightfully have your time. So, Joey... I'll go first. I'll be, I'll, I'll be quick. So, I mean, I, I mean, the pick here is Buffalo. Uh, my one key point of concern, I think this is a good game for Josh Allen has to get more accurate. I think Josh Allen is awesome. He, he, he has to be more accurate. And there's no better game to, you know, start just, just hitting guys in easy routes against, this, against the Jets who are, again, they're the worst team in football. Um, Bills win big. But I think Josh Allen has to use this game as a get right for himself. Just make sure, you know, just, he's hitting guys in the chest and the numbers. I think he can do it. It's a matter of fact of him just getting, I think, more of a groove. Uh, he's had two tough games. But I'm not down the Bills yet. I think he still is awesome. He got, he's got to find a little groove with, with his accuracy, and they'll be fine. So, going, going Buffalo easy here. Adam Gase is still hired. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Buffalo Bills. Go ahead, yeah. All right, before I give my pick, I just kind of want to answer Joey right there. Um, His accuracy issues haven't been there this year. Um, His completion percentage has been up. Now, against top contending teams, he has struggled 
compared to some of the good games he has had. But the the Bills still lead the NFL in drops. Like, I mean, our wide receivers are dropping balls that are hitting them in the chest. So it's like, for me, it's mind-boggling because the wide receiving play this year compared to any other year I've watched is just night and day. And we're still leading the league in drops. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, he does have a cannon. Um, I love Diggs, man. Allen to Diggs all day. Uh, I think we win handily. Um, I'm hoping for 30, 35 or more points. Um, but I am very concerned with the defense. Um, yeah. I'm trusting the process. I know we – so two of our losses are against two top five teams in the NFL right now. Um but, I mean, just watching the game against the Chiefs last week, it was almost like we were technically still in the game late, but, like, it just felt like we were getting manhandled. And, obviously, Mahomes has done it before, and he just controlled the game, controlled time of possession. And, um, you know, we got some guys that are hurt right now defensively. They need to get healthy. We have no pass rush. We have no run stop right now. Um, you know, so – Hopefully we can figure that out. That's why that's a season long, a season long thing. And, you know, just hopefully we can keep getting better. Um, you know, but I love, I love Josh Allen. I'm going to live and die with Josh Allen any day of the week. And, you know, I think his, he has a very high ceiling. So um, I'm going Buffalo here. Yeah. Um, and then going back we weren't, my... we weren't going to go 16 and all. You know, the, yeah, and, and the fact that we're four and two, and and you know, maybe some people are panicking, maybe some people aren't, but you know, that's better than what I've lived through my whole life watching the Bills. So I'll take that any day of the week. Uh, I think it's a really good football team still, and hopefully we can figure the defense out. Yeah, and then going back to my point about accuracy, it's more so. I think, I think there's every game there's like one or two throws that Allen will like either like airmail or he'll just not hit the guy in the right spot. I think as a whole, he obviously has improved. Um, but those one or two throws that could maybe swing the game, I feel like he oftentimes going to either just bombs it because he has an absolute bazooka for an arm. So I think like once he just hones his game, like as he gets older and gets better, he's going to hone down and like hit like every throw he has to hit. And again, it's just part of the growing pains of being a young NFL yeah. franchise QB. So yeah, one thing I, I, I will I'm not, say I'm too. not panicking on the Bills yet. One thing I will say, too, is just, like, obviously they've talked to Josh about, like, not scrambling as much because they don't want him to get hurt. But, like, sometimes I feel like some of those instincts in him, like, are some of our best plays offensively, whether it's, you know, scrambling for a third and long first down when the pocket's breaking down or whatever. So I'd like to see him do a little more of that. Obviously, I I would prefer him not to get hurt, but – I think that's what makes him so special is his ability to do that. And, you know, obviously has a cannon and can yep. throw any ball. So. And we're kind of seeing that too in Baltimore. I think Baltimore this year has made it a point to make Lamar, I guess, a better pocket passer. I mean, like he's, he's not playing bad, but he's not playing as well as he did last year when he won the MVP, like by a, by a landslide. So I think you have to, I, I, I hate when teams try to make their guys like who they aren't. Like Josh Allen is an athletic guy when he's out of the pocket he's almost probably if not better out of the pocket making his own plays because he's so athletic and he has the rocket arm so 
I think you give the kid the reins of the offense, but, yo, just go out there and play football and win the game. Hear that. Hear that. Okay. Carolina going to New Orleans. New Orleans seven-and-a-half-point favorites at home. I will kick it off here. Um, Carolina's, like, past defense has been low-key. They're not getting, like, gassed for big plays, it doesn't seem like. But, again, Michael Thomas – being back is huge for New Orleans, and that run defense. He got hurt. He got hurt like, yesterday. Michael Thomas again? Yeah, he hurt his hamstring in practice. My lord. Yep, they, he's still up in the air. If he's playing or not? He was supposed to play, and he got hurt again. He got hurt yesterday. Okay. Well, you guys he hear what happened in the locker room? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's that called he's a causing a lot of problems both on and off the field to them. That's we'll say that for sure. I guess it's uh, frowned upon to only run slant routes. <laughs> But nonetheless, like, even without Michael Thomas, I think this game, Carolina's run defense is putrid. And Kamara is just playing, like, the best running back in the league this year, and I think they can just feed him. Just feed him, feed him, feed him, feed him. Um, Teddy's playing good. Takes care of the ball. But New Orleans at home, this is a big statement win for them, especially with Tampa Bay playing better. They've got to be hyper-motivated to take this in-division matchup at home, feed Kamara, just feed him, like, 50 carries and let them run all over the place and just play some good defense. Uh, I think New Orleans should be okay. I'm going with the Panthers here. Um, Drew Brees is bad at football now. Drew Brees, Hall of Famer, one of the best QBs of all time. I've always liked him, but he stinks now. He is an absolute noodle arm. And if Michael Thomas can't go – We've seen it all year. Their, their offense is a, is a shell of itself when he's not playing. They have to like they have to struggle. They're kind of, they're kind of like I feel like they're the Packers of this year where they're like their wins are even like like they had to scrape by to beat Herbert. Herbert was dicing them up when they played a lot of two weeks ago. I thought LA should have won that game honestly, um, but like the Saints D was like coming in. They're pretty highly touted on defense and like their defense is not bad. Um, but I don't think it's living up to what it needs to be to cut. So almost at this point, they have to kind of carry Drew Brees. And to your point, Frank, Kamara, Kamara is an absolute animal. I love Kamara. He is disgusting. But as a running back, you can only do so much to fuel a team to a win when your quarterback is just, again, throwing ducks all over the field. So if Michael Thomas plays, they're, they're probably going to win. But if he doesn't play, I think Carolina can win. But I'm going I'm to go Carolina regardless. So I, I think they – I have no read in Carolina foot. One week they're like a top ten team, and the next game they look they like they can't play football. So it's definitely a risky pick for me, but I'm I'm gonna go with the Panthers and see what happens. Coach, wow, Joe, I can't believe you just said that about Drew Brees. Um, He's stinky now. I got the Saints. Saints at home. Um, like Frank said, I don't think the Panthers are gonna have an answer for Kamara. You know, whether you think he's got a noodle arm or not, he, he can check it down to Kamara. He can hand it off to him. Um, obviously, icing on the cake if Michael Thomas plays. Um, but, yeah, I just – Drew Brees versus Teddy Bridgewater, and I'm going Drew Brees all day. So I mean, yeah, five years ago, I would – yeah, it's a no-brainer. But I'm telling you, Brees is not – he doesn't look sharp this year. Like, he does not look – like, he's not Brady. I think Brady's in much better – shape than what than Breeze what he came in this year and it's it's showing he, he, he can't he can't move the ball as quick as he used to they used to be a, the Saints were always to me with that quick team like they get the ball like seven plays all right they're already in the red zone they're already, they're already scored now it's like it's like almost like a 
it's like a desperate effort for them to like complete a drive with points. And it doesn't look, they don't look as effective as they have been. It's kind of similar to Frank's point about the Packers last year where yes, they won a lot of games, but they are like either scraping by or like fighting to the death to win those games, which again, a win's a win. But I don't know. I think Carolina can be feisty and I think Bridgewater can control the game and, and pull off a, a narrow win. All right. Joey Bird going with the Panthers. Actually, I got some dog this week. All right, we have a little AFC North matchup in Cincinnati with the Cleveland Browns going to Cincy. They are three-point favorites as the away team. Joey, right back to you. Yep. Against your boy, Joey Burrow, what do you got for, for this game? Yeah, so, again, the fact that I already have so many risky picks on my board, I, I'm going to pick Cleveland here. I really I really wanted to pick Cincinnati. I, I think Joe Burrow – Joe Burrow is, is probably as like elite as a rookie QB can be on a bad team as I think we've ever seen in our whole life. But he, the fact that he's coming in from, from his first week on, just like throwing for 300 yards almost every game this year, and he looked awesome versus the Colts. And they, the Colts came in that game, number one rated pass defense in the NFL, uh, and Joe Burrow lit them up. And Baker Mayfield – I don't know if you. I don't know if you played that game. Hurt. He he obviously he, he got hurt going into half, but he looked bad again. I don't know if it was because of the injury, but they didn't. They looked they looked useless versus the Brown or versus the, um, the Steelers. Sorry, and uh, it, all I'll say is that this this game is Cleveland season. If they lose this game somehow, I mean you might as well. I mean they're, this is they're gonna go back to the old Browns. They're gonna go four and twelve if they lose this game because there's no prayer they have any faith in this team if you lose, if you lose to the Bengals. Um, Bengals old, the reason why I'm not picking the Bengals here because their O-line is basically just a wall of water. You can just walk right through it and you're in Burrow's face. Um, Joe Mixon either runs for 200 or runs for 15 yards a game, so you have no idea what he's going to give you on a given basis. A.J. Green quit on the team. Um, so Joe Burrow's against the world, but I think Joe, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's got something inside him that I think is going to make him a great quarterback for the next 15, 20 years, but I'm going to go Cleveland here. They're a better team all around, but they have to put it together because they looked, they looked terrible against Pittsburgh last week. So I'll go, I'll go Cleveland here. Yeah. I'm going to go, excuse me. I'm going to go Cleveland as well. Um, both are like passing games have been okay. Like both are pass defenses are both okay, but that, Similar to Carolina's run defense, Cincinnati's run defense has been getting shredded, and they can just continue feeding Kareem Hunt in the run game, and they're going to need to to help build Baker's confidence back up because he showed that the Browns aren't what everyone thinks they are against that Pittsburgh defense. Like, if, if you want to be that Browns team that the people think you finally are, you need to at least compete in a game like that against your individual yeah, rivals. Yeah, babied. Babied. I, and I'm so mad I took Cleveland. And, I, again, it was, that, was, that was another pick I was going to flip before Sunday. And I'm pissed that I took them last Wednesday and recorded because it's like it's just it was just stupid of me. I, I fell into the trap of the hype, which I don't tend to do very often, and I completely fell into the trap of their hype. But um, Cleveland is is gonna probably stack the box because of how much Joe Mixon's been getting fed, and they're gonna force Joey B to make plays, which he absolutely can. But um, I think it's still there. There's still a little too much for Cincinnati, even though Cincinnati. They gave Indianapolis a damn good game. And I'm still, I guess, not – apparently, is Indy not good? Are we just going to 
accept that that Indianapolis is no. Not- I think Indy. I think Indy's defense is very legit. Their offense is leaving a lot to be desired. I think, but that's demoralizing to blow a lead like that. And I know you're going home against an individual rival where you're gonna have to get back up for a game. But on the flip side, the Browns are coming off. They need this dub big time. This is their season. Yeah, yeah. this is their season. This is you lose this game, it is over. Right. And similar to like when you need to beat the teams like Pittsburgh to prove that you're actually good, you can't lose the teams like Cincinnati if right. you want to at least be looked at as, as an average team that might fight for the playoffs. So I'm going to go with Cleveland here. But, but finish us up, Coach F. Well, just like Joey, I, I do love Joe Burrow. Um, and since he's at home, it's a divisional game. You know, these divisional games in this division are always close. Um, And I think that Cleveland's – I've never liked the Eagles in that locker room. Obviously, they played a tough Steelers team last week. But I just thought, you know, even just watching on the sideline, you know, during the game, I thought they were kind of all over the place. Um, I I don't think Baker's the answer. I'm going to go an upset pick. I'm going to take Cincy here. Um, I thought A.J. Green had a – had a good week last week. T. Higgins is, you know, along with Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins has been playing really well for them. Um, I think Mixon's questionable. So, you know, if he plays, I think that obviously helps. Um, but, you know, I, I just think it's a, it's a dumpster fire in Cleveland. And, you know, they, they have had a, they have had a good year to start out. Um, but, I mean, the announcers saying, like, they're a Super Bowl contending team last week against the Steelers, and, you know, you get absolutely the doors blown off. And I just think, you know, this is a big game. And like you guys said, if, if they do lose, I think it could go downhill very quickly. Oh, it, it, if the Browns blow this game, don't be shocked if people start getting fired left and right. Because this is, this is, again, this is their year. This is the game you have to win after you got absolutely – busted by Pittsburgh, who is it's their division to lose now. You can't yeah, guys, Frank, so you can't you can't then go into Cincy and drop this game. And you you have, you you obviously have A have no prayer for your division. And B, you already put yourself in a hole for a wild card if you lose this game. So I think Cleveland is in a must win and uh, we'll see. I mean I I wanted to pick the Bengals, but they have so many factors going against them with their O line, their D line being just not they just aren't there. So Wyatt Teller, too, um, a lot of Browns fans would say he's one of the top linemen of, of the NFL right now, uh, likely out, too. So I think that, you know, that hurts their run game a little bit. And um, But, yeah, I just thought Baker, Baker looked deer in the headlights. Yep. He, looked, he looked bad. And, he's, and he's, obviously, he's obviously hurt, too. So he's playing bad and he's hurt. That's not a good combo to have. Cincinnati. Damn, F. Going upsets. I low key wanted it too, but I already had I already had two outrageous picks, so I couldn't do three. <laughs> I was root for the underdog. All right, all right, all right. Staying in the NFC North, at least with Pittsburgh. Uh, they're going to Tennessee. Pitt coming off a big win. Tennessee's been rolling. This might be one of the, this. I mean, this is one of the game of the week games of the yeah. week here, um, if not the game of the week. I think it. I think it's the best game of the week. Yeah. Pittsburgh, uh, I'm sorry, Tennessee actually is one and a half point favorites at home. This is a very, very, very tough one. And for me, it's in my mind, it's can, can Tennessee stay hot passing the ball 
against Pittsburgh's pass defense, who definitely resurged last week against against Baker and the rest of Cleveland. Um, and can Pittsburgh's run defense on the flip side stop Derrick Henry? So I, I do think it's a a good matchup for Pittsburgh in the fact that, hey, like, yes, Tennessee's been slinging it, but we can trust our pass D and force them to hand the ball to Derrick Henry. And I, I don't know if Tennessee is going to be stopping that Pittsburgh offense. I mean, they've had those those receivers that the, just the value of receivers that they have gotten over the past four or five years with with Washington, Claypool, and Deontay. Yeah, I, I know Juju is like not doing literally anything right now, and it's actually mind boggling. And I'm sure it's pissing off Steelers fans. Uh, I know they're overreacting to his social media posts and say, "Hey, why the yeah. hell is you something on the field?" But um, I have been picking against Pittsburgh a lot this year because I just simply thought, if in my view, in their defense hadn't been playing wildly good, but this is their offense also hadn't been playing wildly good. But I cannot deny it anymore. They are a legitimate, legitimate Super Bowl threat. Not that they weren't before, but not like now they definitely are. And I think it's time for Tennessee to finally lose. Um, this is a tough one for me, but I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. I keep picking against them. And I, I got I to gotta ride them. Right on this week, even though they're on the road, um, I think they're gonna get it done. Yeah, I've been I've been riding Pitt all year. I think I think they are the best team in the AFC right now. I know the Chiefs drops are still there and the Ravens are really good, but I think Pittsburgh is not only are they five and zero. I think they're just the most complete team in the AFC right now. Yeah, they're definitely most uh, well rounded for sure. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop picking them there. I do want I do want to apologize to Titans fans. I was I was dogging on them all year. Titans are definitely good. I don't think they're as good as they've been made out to be the last two weeks, but they are, they're definitely a good team. And they're also an extremely well-coached team, which I think is why they're playing. So Vrabel has done an amazing job with that team. Um, Ryan Tannehill is playing unbelievable right now, like almost near perfect quarterback play in his last few recent weeks. Obviously everyone knows Derrick Henry is the best running back in football right now. Um, an absolute monster, but to your point, Frank, the fact that Juju really hasn't gotten involved, I don't want to say he's, not good. I think I think he is still a good receiver. So if they even get him somewhat involved, that just adds an extra layer. I mean, and then Claypool coming out hot. I like just now he's just babying teams by himself pretty much. James Connors having a hell of a year. Um, very good line. Their defense speaks for itself. Again, I, I think I just think Pittsburgh is much more complete than Tennessee. Um, I'm more. I I have no concerns on offense with Tennessee. Their Tennessee's defense does kind of stink. Like, they let Watson do whatever the hell he wanted last week. Um, and they, they, they really haven't done anything that's, like, to prove why they'd be, a, you know, considered a top defense in the NFL. So, I don't know. I think last week, again, they beat the Browns, who had a lot of hype. But those are the games. Those in-division games, they, those, can, those can make or break your year. And you have to go in there and you have to do what Pittsburgh did and, did and put Cleveland in their place. Like, yo, like, this is our division. Like, you guys aren't, you guys aren't there yet. And they did that. So I think, I think, I think Pittsburgh's for real this year. I, I, I have from the jump and I'm going to keep riding the wave. I'm going to go with both you guys. You know, Joey kind of took the words out of my mouth. I think Pittsburgh is the most, the more complete team here. Um, obviously their defense is historically tough every year. Um, Devin Bush got hurt. I think that hurts them a little bit. Uh, out for the, probably out for the season. I think he tore his ACL. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to shout out Joe Simmons. I think, uh, big Ben's playing really well. You know, I don't, I don't think he's going to win the MVP Joe, but, um, 
you know, the way he's come back and the way he's playing, you know, he's, he's playing with house money, maybe never thinking he's going to play football again. You know, he's playing pretty free. Um, the Titans are a good team, um, but I'm going to go Steelers. I think they contain Derrick Henry enough. Just the physicality of the defense um, on, on the line of scrimmage, I think that's what's going to help contain him. And, you know, obviously, like you said, Joe, Tannehill's doing exactly what he needs to be doing. Um, but, you know, I got a little sour taste in my mouth from all this COVID shit um, <laughs> with the Bills. So I think I think the Titans do deserve to lose sometime soon, and I think it's yeah, going to yeah. be this week. No, I think it's going to be a close game, though. I think it's going to have a playoff feel to it. And, uh, you know, it's definitely one of the best games of the week for sure. Yeah. Let me find one for sure. Agreed. All right, Seattle going to Arizona. Another very, very, very good game in division. Seattle yeah. off their bye. Going into Arizona, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Ev, we'll kick it back to you. Battle of the quarterbacks. I mean, Kyler's essentially a, a, a clone of Russell, uh, Russell Wilson. So – this will be an unbelievable offensive matchup. Divisional game, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, Russell and crunch time, though, is different. And uh, I'm going to take the experience over the blossoming star, uh, Kyler Murray. I, I, their offense is exciting to watch. Uh, but I think Seattle stays undefeated. Um. But, you know, Arizona's defense is holding teams to under 20 points. So, I think if it's a low-scoring game, I think, um, you know, the Cardinals have a better chance if they can stop Russ. But Russ in the fourth quarter, man, he's he's tough. And I'm going to go Seattle. Yeah, I'm the same way. Now that Arizona is actually playing real teams again, I can stop picking them because I think Arizona isn't that good. Um, outside of their week one win versus San Fran, which was a good win. Uh, after that, they beat Washington, the Jets, and the Cowboys, who are three just absolute dog shit teams in the NFL. Um, and they looked absolutely terrible against the Lions and the Panthers, who are like middling teams in the NFL. So I'm really not that impressed with Arizona. I think that game versus Detroit after they won 2 0 really did it for me, where they, that was the game you had to win to solidify themselves as a contender in a really good NFC West. Um, but Russell Wilson is now is now MVP by an absolute landslide after what whatever the hell Rodgers was doing against the Bucs. Um, I thought it was those two the award to lose, but now it's 100% Wilson's. I think he's not going to stop playing as good as – I think he's going to keep it rolling. Um, going to Seattle here. Again, I say I think I say I say it every show, so I'm like I'm gonna keep it going. I'm I am never I'm not gonna bet against Wilson this year unless he gives me a reason to do so. Because right now I think he's by far the best quarterback in football right now. All right. All right. Interesting. Before I get into my pick, I just want to quickly shout out Kenyon Drake uh, and our fantasy. Kenya scored some points. He did. <laughs> uh, Rick's picks, our, our guest host last week, he and I uh, share a squad in our, in our longtime fantasy league. Of, I think it's our 12th year now, so or 11th year in the league. But we were down uh, 34 points to another guest host of ours, uh, Corey Dennison. And uh, <laughs> Kenyon Drake put up a 37-piece, and we ended up coming back to win. And I could just imagine our friend Corey probably just destroying whatever. losing his mind. Yeah. So, sorry sorry to Malcolm, who who – has to deal with that with with that with that anger that I'm sure Corey had at the at the house. Um, 
But back to the picks. I'm, I'm going to go with Arizona here. I'm going to do it. And, and here's my reason why. Russell Wilson has been playing the most amazing football in like a what, four or five game stretch that maybe we've ever seen. And his defense has given him literally zero help. Like this dude has yeah. to play that good for, in order for them to win the games. Like it's that bad. And in my mind, I think Arizona's pass defense to Evan's point, like uh, of how like they haven't been giving many points, regardless of who they've been playing, they're, they're playing a pretty stout pass defense. So if there's one matchup in my mind right now where a defense can try and contain Russ and also have the offensive firepower to shred this non-existent pass defense for Seattle, I think it's going to be Arizona. That's a massive win they had last week at Dallas. You know, Kyler's really good in that stadium from high school to college. Now he's just like, oh, I think it's seven zero or something like that. So I understand that maybe that was a massive motivational spot and maybe it'll be a letdown the following week, but this is not a game they can let down on. This is an individual matchup to prove that, Hey, like we're here to play. And I, I just think finally that the Seattle defense getting gashed, like does it to him. You saw a kind of Drake finally, open up last week. So if they can keep that run game going and just continue feeding nuke, I think that it's finally going to happen to Seattle. It's a ticking time bomb before that defense just continue, continues to blow up for him. So um, to go against your point, Joe, it is tough to bet against Russ when he has not proven anything <laughs> for any reason to bet against him, but that He's defense, unreal this year. That defense is, is scaring me. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with Arizona in, in the upset pick here. Um, but moving on Kansas city at Denver, KC, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. I'll just keep rolling real quick. I, I just think the, the bad offense in general for Denver isn't going to exploit that Kansas City run defense, which isn't that good. I think their pass defense is serviceable enough to play there. And then it's just the pass offense of Kansas City. Like, Denver's not that team that's going to be able to, to, to get in a shootout with Kansas City in my mind. So um, They did score a touchdown last week. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they all field goals. Six so field I, goals. I used to have yeah. McManus in fantasy, but like after like week one or two, we, we like switched kickers. But man, whoever had him last week got like freaking 30 points. But and I'm, I'm going to go with Kansas City, though. No, yeah, I don't. And I, I don't care that the that the Broncos beat the Patriots. The Patriots stink. Um, and Denver stinks. And Drew Locke might stink. He Drew Locke's got a, break, he's got a very bad habit of just dropping back and just heaving it without a prayer. And that will never be a top tier team like Kansas City. Um, and also the fact that yeah, they did they didn't get into an end zone against a half half fielded Patriots defense that besides Gilmore is a bunch of like fill in guys that have quit for the COVID season. So going KC by I mean, at least at least a zillion points in this game, because Mahomes is gonna do whatever the hell he wants against Denver. I, I mean there's no doubt in my mind about this game. Yeah, I got, I got Casey, uh, yeah, yeah. Mahomes. Next question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next question. All right, another big game. San Fran going across the country to New England. New England, as of right now, one and a half point favorites. Ooh. Weird, weird one. Tough travel spot for San Fran coming off a massive win. Massive win against the Very Rutgers. good. Very good win. Very, very good win. They looked good. They looked like this, the San Francisco 49ers that everyone expected, regardless of their defensive injuries. Jimmy G looked good. But, Joey, what do we got here? Um, yeah, so I, I made a point that I was going to either 
I was gonna back off the Niners train if they if they lost the Rams. I was gonna I was gonna write them off pretty much, but they they played very well. I think the Rams defense is very good, and Jimmy G looked awesome. Kittle looked amazing. They were they were clicking. Um, Mostert did go down again, but I think McKinnon's played well enough this year to fill in for Mostert pretty much simultaneously. Uh, I do I, I think Mostert is a better back, but I think McKinnon can do enough to get this team by for the time being. Uh, but yet the the Patriots, I mean, what what the hell was that game against Denver last week? Cam Newton, Cam Newton looked like the worst quarterback in the NFL last week. He looked terrible. Um, Edelman is invisible. Nikhil Harry stinks. They have they have they, do they have tight ends in the roster? Like do they, do they have any tight ends? They just don't throw to any tight end in the roster. No and, problem. big problem. And outside of James White, who I do like, but it's James, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a great third down back and he's a good, James White's a great guy to have on a very good football team. He's not going to make the Patriots, like he's not going to make them be a great team. Um, so outside of him, they have literally nothing going from an offense. They have no, they have no positive signs to point to. Um, Cam Newton looked like how he looked when he was leaving Carolina last year and just like throwing it, it, it he was like aggressively trying to throw the ball like 18 yards. And it was like, it was, it, like, it was all he had in him to even get the ball out of his hand. And they look bad. And that is a very, very concerning loss to lose to a team who didn't score a touchdown. And I know Belichick is still there, but I, even him with, with this, with this squad of bombs can only do so much at this point. I think it's proven that they just, they aren't, they aren't the Patriots anymore. They're, they're, they're back to ground zero. So I think San Fran went this game pretty easily. They looked, they looked really, really sharp against the Rams. And the Rams are top to bottom, much better team than the Patriots are. So I'm going San Fran. Coach? Yeah, I think um, I'm going to go with Joe. San Francisco, I think their offense, you know, is 100 times better with Jimmy Garoppolo back. Um and you love to see the New England Patriots lose. Uh, I've been loving it. Cam Newton didn't look bad. He looked bad. Yeah. Last was, week. Yeah. And I couldn't be happier. And um, I think the New England Patriots are going to lose back-to-back home games for the first time since 2002. Yeah. I, they, yeah. So who, who's winning the uh... – the Brady versus uh, Belichick debate, Brady. Brady, right now, I really did think it was Belichick. I think it's Brady here, but like I, mean, I, I think it's been going like a week to week, like kind of flip flop. Like right now, it's definitely looking like hey, Cam Newton. Cam Newton has gotten worse every game. I, I mean, it's just he's not he's not playing good. It doesn't help that he has no one to throw to. They have like a mumbo jumbo running back set, and then like nineteen of their defensive people opted out before the season. So like it's. Not looking good in New England, especially when you got Miami heating up. You got the Bills there. I mean, it's gonna be it's a tough division, and the, and the Pats aren't on top anymore. No, so I'm going with San Fran too. Um, the, the past defense for New England hasn't been hasn't been that good. I think Jimmy G's back. That San Francisco defense is still playing well, even with their injuries. They they, they played yeah. well. They stopped the Rams' offense last week very well. Um, and even though I knew I know it's a it's a weird travel spot. San Fran in this situation, I don't think it's going to affect them too much just because of 
the inconsistency that you're seeing from New England's offense. So going to roll with San Fran here. We're on the same page. Jacksonville at the Chargers is the next game. Battle of the one-win teams, even though I do think the Chargers are better than a one-win team. Yeah. Eventually, at least they will be. Uh, they're seven-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Um, I'll kick it off by just saying I think Justin Herbert might throw for like 600 yards in this game. Against <laughs> Dude, he's, he's awesome. Defense. He's yeah. really good. Um, I'm going to go with Chargers. Uh, Jacksonville is just – I hope Gardner does great for fantasy purposes. Need him. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome. Because, it's awesome to have him fancy because they're always losing, so he's eventually got to chuck it. And he has a, like a, a decent receiving core, especially when Chark's healthy. But it's, it's, it's just not enough. Sorry, Jacksonville. Just keep yeah. tanking. Keep tanking. Yeah, L.A. off the bye. Um, before the bye week, Herbert looked amazing versus um, Tampa and New Orleans, like two, two playoff teams. He looked awesome in both those games. Keenan Allen is on pace to play, so he's got his main target. Um, and the Jags defense the whole year, just like I, they just they don't get to the quarterback, and that's the last thing you want to do with a rookie a rookie pocket passer is give him time to see the field. He's got, I, I think I think Herbert's going to have a day. And yeah, I mean, I think the Chargers' record isn't defined of what they are playing like. I think, I think they are better than a one-win team, and Herbert is definitely is definitely better than a one-win quarterback. So I like LA a lot in this game. Yeah, I'm gonna go LA too. Um, I'm gonna ride in the rookie quarterbacks this week: Burrow, Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert's been playing outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have a better offense, um, you know, and, and Justin Herbert's one of his first starts was against Patty Mahomes, had them on the ropes, you know. So, I mean, he's played good competition. He's got two overtime losses. Um, Probably should have beat New Orleans, too, and he should have won that game, too. Like. Yeah. I mean, they're right there, and I just think, you know, like you said, coming off a of bye, too, I think they're even going to be sharper. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go Chargers here. Cool. Cool, cool. All right, two more games left. Sunday night football. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I don't see a spread on here for some reason. I don't know why, but it looks like Tampa Bay did open up as three-point favorites earlier in the week. Um, Coach, we'll, we'll kick it back to you again. I'm going to go, as much as I hate to say this, because I absolutely hate Tom Brady. <laughs> Prime time. Uh, I just think Oakland's defense isn't good enough. Um, and I'm going to take Tom Brady over Derek Carr any day of the week. So, yeah. Besides the, coming off a win where both sides of the ball played really well, the defense, yeah. the Bucks defense last week looked good. Yes. And, you know, I, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Yeah, to your point, I mean, after what they did to Green Bay, it's, I think it's hard for anybody to pick against this team right now. And all, all I'm saying is that if they keep getting Gronk involved and their receivers keep getting healthier week to week, I know Godwin and Evans are kind of banged up and Scotty Miller, they just keep getting healthier. And if Gronk keeps being involved in the offense, I, I, don't, I don't A, see how they lose the South, and I don't – and they might, they're probably going to contend in the NFC to go to the Super Bowl because their D looked great. They made Rodgers look like an idiot which is insanely hard to do. Um, but I think, I, I, think, I think Frank and I have been relatively higher than most on this Vegas team. I think, I think Vegas is a competitive team. They, they put it to the Chiefs. So that was a good win. Um, they can get the job done. 
it's a matter of how well or not Carr plays, which is always up in the air. Um, but I know me and Frank are always high on Josh Jacobs. He's a beast. But I, after that Green Bay game, it, I, think it's, I think it's borderline impossible to pick against Tampa right now with how they played last week. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Yeah, I'm on the same Bucks train too. And I think it's a similar situation with, with their young and blossoming defense, similar to Miami, how it took maybe took them a couple games to get rolling. And now they're freaking rolling like – it's scary. They're stopping the run. They're stopping the pass. And I know Vegas can run it, and they can seemingly sling it too, but this is a really tough matchup for them. And to your point too, Ev, with Tom Brady in primetime, back-to-back weeks, you know, under the spotlight, he's going to keep performing. Um, they're involving Gronk again. They're, they're moving the football. Ronald Jones has been getting fed. And I know that or Las Vegas had that one good game with, with Henry Ruggis coming back and obviously Waller's there, but um, I think that can skew the perception right now of how good the Las Vegas offense is passing the ball, um, especially with how good Tampa Bay's defense is playing. They're going to be getting after Carr all night, in my opinion. So I'm going to roll with Tampa, even though it's all on the road after a big, big win. This might not be like a game that they're necessarily looking forward to, but if it was a day game, maybe a little bit different, but under the lights, top of Tom Brady. Going to get done. In our final game, Monday Night Football, Rams six-point favorites at home. Coming off a tough loss in division, playing these damn Bears that just will not go away. And in my mind, I, like, wanted to maybe take the Bears here, but they got to lose. It's time. I hate the Bears. I think you just want them to lose. I do want them to lose. Their defense yeah. looks so good. but the, the, Bears, the Bears' D is back. So back. I only saw Nick Foles' press conference too the other day, like when, when it was after the game and he, and he sat down and they didn't even ask him a question yet, I don't think. And he just went off about like, this team's playing together. We're playing our asses off. Like, we're not a bad team. We're a good team. We're going to get shit done. Like, yada, yada, yada. He was, he was, he was ready to rock. And, I mean, they're, they're yeah. bought in. They're, they're clearly bought in regardless of how average Nick Foles maybe plays. Like, they're bought in on him. And they know that – I think the defense realizes that, hey – at least with Nick Foles, like, he's going to throw good balls for the most part, and he's probably going to take care of football. And they knew with Trubisky, it was just, like, kind of a, kind of a free-for-all. And mm-hmm. so I think that that takes a lot – that mentally can, like, worry your defense. It's like, dang, we're no, we know we're going to be on the field a lot. Like, with Foles, I think he takes care of the ball a little better. But this Rams defense is still really solid, especially in the pass game. I'm not scared of the Bears' run, run game, but the, the pass defense can contain Nick Foles and, and that, that offense right now. And – maybe force him to run the ball, which I don't think I'm worried about. And um, the thing that does worry me, though, even though I'm taking the Rams here, is Jared Goff's got to perform against a tough defense. Like, he's got to do it. Oh. Cooper Cup and, like, Robert Woods haven't been – had the most salary years by any means, and their run game hasn't been too crazy. Daryl Hansen to run the ball really well, which I don't think is going to be as effective this game. So I'm going to trust that Goff can sling it a little bit here and start finding, finding Cup and Woods and – just stop winning Chicago Bears because I got a text message from a, from a friend the other day. Oh, look at this division standings. The Bears are in first. I just don't want to see it anymore. So just take care of the job. Hopefully Green Bay takes care of the job, and then Packers can go back to first place. I'm going with the Bears here. I think the Bears D is like Chris Berman, like 13 backs back. Like back, 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 back. <laughs> They're the Bears D. I, I know. I think, I think it was either last week or the week prior to that. I said that the Bears defense wasn't what it was like in the last like two or three years, and I was I was dead wrong. They they look good. 
and they look scary. They are slaughtering people on the field. Khalil Mack is big back. He got – he had a little – I know he was saying how like he felt like he was getting like not as much respect as he thinks he should have gotten, which is true. I mean, he's still like probably the best edge rusher in football when he's, when he's on. And I think he's getting – I think he's getting to that point again. Um, but to your point, Frank, my, my main concern is that Chicago cannot run the ball for – if they want they, – they have no running backs. They have like Cordell Patterson as their main ball carrier, which is ridiculous. Uh, Montgomery has been whatever. Uh, Terry Cohen, because he's even playing, he's irrelevant now. He's out for the year. But either way, even when he was playing, he, I think he's at this point in his career, he's pretty irrelevant. Um, but yeah, I think I think Foles, if he just takes care of the ball, I think the Bears D can win this game. Um, kind of similar matchup to where they were playing the Niners last week. Like if you're playing a strong defense with um, an average, you know, a, a, a decent offense, and that's kind of what the Bears are. You know, a very very good defense and like a an offense that can just get the ball, they can move the ball a little bit. Well, and, um, I don't know. I, I do. I do like this Rams team. I've been. I've been relatively high in the Rams all year. I think they are good, top to bottom. Um, Jared Goff. Goff does seem to falter at some points when it matters most. Which I don't know. If, I don't know if it's knock on him or just the offensive scheming. But I don't think he's bad. But I do think Chicago wins this game. I think their defense is is rolling, and it will be enough to beat the Rams come uh, come Monday. Yeah, so I, I actually didn't have this picked because uh, I was so up in the air on it. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. I like both the points that you guys are saying. Uh, I'm, I think I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, you know, I think the Rams have played a tougher schedule so far to date. You know, obviously they've lost a couple games. The Bears really haven't played anyone. I think they're like lower tier, middle of the pack in terms of strength of schedule. Uh, somewhere in the 20s, I think I saw um, Rams have played a top 10 strength of schedule. So, you know, it's tough to go against like Aaron Donald. And, you know, I think Nick Foles is going to have a lot of problems with pressure. Um, but, you know, I'd take – I think the smartest thing that the that – the, Bears have done so far is is moved to Nick Foles. You know he's a game manager. He's been in he's been in big spots. You know Trubisky today hasn't really shown that he can be that guy. And and with this defense, you know I think it was the right move. Um, but I'm gonna go with the Rams. I'm gonna ride with Frank. I'm gonna go Rams. Yeah, definitely a toss up. Uh -huh. I, I, I like I like the way the Bears defense is playing too much to go against them right now. Yeah. And I know San Fran on, on the score sheet looked like they really babied the Rams last game, but there was a touchdown that Cooper Cup dropped at the end of, towards the end of the game that would have changed the the ending of the game and given the Rams a, a way better chance at coming back, and that mm -hmm. made it made it look a lot worse than it was. I have no disrespect to San Fran and what they did, but I think it's a spot where people are thinking, "Damn, the Rams are the Rams are really falling off," and then the Chicago the Rams are good. I like, in my mind, good. it's like the the push-pull spot where I think the Rams are being a little overlooked right now, and um, I'm going to roll with them. Before we finish up, though, there is the there is the rumor that uh, Des Bryant is supposed to be signed by the Ravens. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, like, literally, like Bleacher Report just posted, like, he's expected to sign. So my question is, are we worried about the Ravens at all? Because, like, if you're pulling back Des Bryant, that means you're really worried about your pa your pass offense and your weapons and like 
Is there a worry for them as a contender that they don't have a the contender? Left? Yeah. Well, they, well, I don't think they're the best team in their own in their own division this year. I think Pittsburgh is way better than Baltimore this season. Um, and to my point earlier about when everyone was talking about how the Bills are kind of maybe making Josh Allen not scramble as much as he used to, I think they're trying to make Lamar Jackson what he's not. They want him to be in the pocket, and he's so much better when he's just out there doing his own thing. And I don't know. Yeah, their their pass offense has left a lot to be desired, but if they they prove it last year. They can they can run the ball and make a playoff run. So they try to get back to who they are. I hate teams who are good and then try to change their their identity or their attitude. Like no, you're a run first team. Do that and be good. So I don't know. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. It, it's definitely a weird move because when's the last time you even played? When's the last time you even played an NFL uh, snap? Ten years. Preseason, right? But I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I think yeah, I think they're they trying to make a push. Uh, they know the Steelers are good. So they've been making some moves. They got uh, Unique Ngakwe. They yeah. just traded for him. Uh, with that defense, uh, I don't think you can have enough weapons on offense. So, I mean, if Des Bryant can come in and catch passes and make their offense better, I, obviously it helps. I don't, I don't really know what where he's at, though. He hasn't played in a game in, I think, years. So... It'll be interesting to see if he's in football shape, uh, if he can stay healthy, if that's true. Um, but you never know. Interesting stuff. That does it, boys. Week seven pods in the books. Coach Ev coming in with some, some great analysis, wearing his Buffalo Bills blue. Party like it's 99, he says. Party like it's 99, baby. Go Bills. Got the Bills. We got Joey's Eagles Thursday night football. I got my pack on the road after a loss. So big weekend all across the board for, for our specific teams. Coach Ev, it's a pleasure as always. Before we let you yeah. go, in the case people want to toss you to follow on social media, where can, uh, where can the people find you? Uh, Instagram, at EvanRyan22. And Twitter, same thing. Simple man, keeps it the same. Has the clutch gene, by the way. This worries me going up against Coach Jeff. He does have the clutch gene, so teams are going to be playing for him this week. Hey, I could go six. I could go fourteen and zero. I could go own fourteen. Actually, <laughs> one in thirteen. I know my Bills pick is right. So yeah, <laughs> it's going to be tough to beat Rick. He 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 killed it. Love it. All right, folks. As always, thank you for tuning in to our little mini episode we've been doing every week as always thank you for listening continue sharing that's all we ask keep pumping the brand we'll see you on sunday on the normal pod take it easy man